Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeong Haseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. joining us on this Thursday edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif, and I am so excited because we are streaming live on the On Air Radio Network, and you can also see us streaming on the On Air TV platform online, which is at www.onaireverywhere.com. And we're soon to be launching our on-air TV network. So these wonderful ladies that you are watching on screen, if you're watching us live on Facebook or YouTube and also on the Media Connection TV channel, then you are seeing the lineup for the week. And we're excited because we get a chance to bring you empowering information every single day. And you can listen live. You can participate in the conversations. And you can offer your thoughts as we seek to raise the collective consciousness 
and bring you new information that can change the way you think and therefore change the reality that you create. This is our goal every day, and we're excited to be able to include you in the process. And if you are one of those who wants to feel like you're making a difference, this is the place for you to be because we want you to see that you are making a difference. You are making a difference every time you call, every time you share the show, every time you have a discussion in which you're presenting ideas that are beyond what we have been programmed to think. We've been programmed to see ourselves as helpless victims who must suffer through life and hope people who are, we believing are, more powerful than us, will like us enough to allow us to have some measure of joy. We've been believing that for so long, and we've been teaching that erroneous belief to our children. We've been crushing their spirits because we just don't know any better. Well, we are about to launch the New Earth Homeschool Academy Online. And this is a means whereby we can teach that which needs to be understood we can teach a new way of thinking so that we can raise our children differently and they will produce a better world because it's no longer based in fear. All of our fear-based programming is creating the pain and suffering that we're all experiencing. We made this mess. It's like if you go into a house and it's got nice furniture and and, and nice little uh, knickknacks on the tables and, and, you know, beautiful carpet, all of the nice things, and we go into the house and we start throwing things around and we start making a mess of everything. We're leaving dirty dishes in the sink and the floor is unmopped. We walked in and tracked our muddy shoes and and stained the carpet with things we've spilt on it and left papers all over the place, old mail stacked up where we didn't get around to putting it away or, or tossing it, garbage overflowing. We've lived in the house. We've made a mess. We haven't picked up our, our, ourselves. And then you look around and say, boy, this place is a mess. Well, it didn't start out that way. We made this mess. We made this mess. And this is the same mess we have made of the earth upon which we live, the earth that we are sharing with all the other beings that live here. We made this mess. It doesn't have to be a place of violence and cruelty. We made this mess. And it's time for us to clean it up, and we can only clean it up when we realize we have the power to clean it up. Nobody's going to come down here and save us 
from us, for us, but us. Our dear beloved friend and, and civil rights leader and icon, Reverend Jesse Jackson, used to say that all the time so that we could stop waiting for a savior, a messiah, a great leader that was going to wave his hand and all of a sudden all of our problems be gone. No, that's not how it works. We're here to learn how to create. We're here to learn how to create the world we want to live in. And the problems that we have are challenges we are supposed to learn to overcome. They're not punishment. The difference between a stumbling block and a stepping stone is how high you step. So if we keep running into stumbling blocks, it's because we're not stepping high enough. And this is why we are here today to get you ready to step over those stumbling blocks. And we have a fantastic team of hosts that will be streaming live every day. And you can go to thefemalesolution.com for all of the platforms that you can have access to our various hosts so that you can experience their wisdom. And you can write in your comments on our Facebook and YouTube pages. You can call in on our audio platforms, Blog Talk Radio, and now, of course, the on-air radio network. And we want you to participate in the conversations because your voice matters. You are part of the collective mind that's creating this reality we are all experiencing. And this is why we want you to participate in our daily discussions. The exciting thing about being a part of a global network is that we can talk to everybody everywhere in all time zones. We can right now share knowledge that's going to help in our collective development. So this is exciting. It's very exciting. And if you are one of those that... Okay. <laughs> I had to check. If you're one of those who wants to feel like you're making a difference, then we're going to give you that opportunity. So you can go to onaireverywhere.com and go to the On Air TV Network page and see our live streaming programs. We're all around the community, and we're always sharing with you exciting information that you can use for your life. So we're going to take a quick break, 
And when we come back, we're going to introduce to you one of the first lessons in the On the New Earth Homeschool Academy Online, the Parenting with Peace class. And we're excited to be able to bring it to you. But first, before we take a break, we want you to take a look at our weekly lineup of global transformers, starting with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. And our Tuesdays, we've got Asada back with Gathering of the Griots. Wednesday, I'll be here live with my co-host, Kareem Hamid, Repairing Broken Families, and Thursdays, we're going to shop with Zoe's. That'll be on Thursdays. Friday, we have Health and Well-Being with Viata. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana joining us live from London. And we've got Mama Joy and Reverend Rosemary in the Neighborship of Joy. And the third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. The fourth Saturday, our Global Teen Talent Competition. And the fifth Saturday, introducing the fabulous Elevate Cafe with Jackie Brooks will conversate and elevate at the Elevate Cafe. And then, of course, Sundays, Soulful. Of course, you can watch our uh, host, Viata, with Soul Purpose Healing on Sundays. And, of course, then we start it all over again on Mondays with Monday Morning Mindfulness and you have to tune in. We're excited because we get a chance to share with you and the world the wisdom of these women. And whether it's healing your mind, body, or spirit, they're bringing you information and guests that have knowledge to share. So we're excited because 2024 is a year of expansion, and we want you to be a part of it. We want you to be able to experience this growth as it happens along with us. And we want you to see yourself transformed because that's what we do. Now, once again, we're bringing you every week Every day, live, Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks, Tuesday, Gathering the Griots with Asada, wonderful authors you'll meet, Wednesday, Repairing Broken Families, Naima Latif, co-host Kareem Hamid, Thursdays, we're shopping with Zoe on Thursdays, so mark your calendar for that, Friday, Health and Well-Being with Viata, Saturdays, Success Strategies with Jana, live from London, England, second Saturday, Mama Joy, Reverend Rosemary with Neighborship of Joy, and we've got Move Around with Deborah. The third Saturday, the fourth Saturday is the Global Teen Talent Competition, and the fifth Saturday, Conversate and Elevate at the Elevate Cafe. Saturday, Sundays, Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. That is our weekly lineup. So be ready to listen in. And once again, we are streaming live on the On Air Network. 
You can listen on the on-air radio network. You can tune in to the on-air TV network, and soon you'll be able to watch us on the big screen. Of course, if you've got uh, Roku TV, you can tune in live, and we're going to include so many of the uplifting programs that you need to be aware of. And we urge you to go to the on-air radio TV guide and subscribe to those recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts by these voices of enlightenment who are using their Internet platforms to raise global consciousness. They're sharing knowledge that you're not getting in public schools and definitely not getting in the mass media. They're sharing thought that will transform your thought so that you can create the new earth. That's what we're all about. So go to onaireverywhere.com. This is a site you need to pull up on your phone every day, onaireverywhere.com, and our daily news. We're offering you insight into the world and keeping you abreast of what's happening in your nation's capital with ongoing press conferences and reports from Washington, keeping you abreast of what's happening across the nation, people who are making a difference, new laws, new practices, new policies that can enhance your life, and maybe even some things that you may want to open your mouth and protest about just so that they hear from you, the constituent, that this isn't the way you want things to go. We empower you with transformative news and interactive radio, TV shows, so that you can participate in the shaping of the world in which we live in. You are not a helpless victim. You are a victor. You are one who triumphs. That's why you're here, and that's why we produce these shows for you. So we'll be right back in just one quick moment, and we'll introduce To you, our topic of the day, the trauma of corporal punishment. Is there a better way to guide your children? Is there an alternative to beating our children? We'll talk about that. We want you to call in because there are so many people who are Defending, hitting children because they don't know any better. And that's why we want to teach. So we'll talk about some of the methods that we'll be introducing on the New Earth Homeschool Academy online, our Parenting with Peace class. But first we want to examine some of the erroneous beliefs that we've all been indoctrinated with. The reason why we so readily continue to traumatize each generation with violence. And then we wonder why we experience violence coming back at us. It's because we put it out there first 
and we did it because we didn't know any better. So this is one of the reasons why we're having this discussion today. And again, we want you to call in, and you can be a part of this discussion. We want to first ask you, when you were spanked as a child, how did that affect you? Did you feel anger toward your parents? Did you feel resentment of them? And did you even feel like you hated them? Over time, we have reconciled ourselves to what they did to us and their ignorance because they said, it was showing you that I loved you. And we believe that because this is what they told us, because this is what their parents told them. I'm hitting you because I love you and I want you to be a better person. And certainly as children, the thought came to us, well, why couldn't you just explain to me what you wanted me to know? Why did you have to do it with violence? Well, because you're so hard-headed. Isn't that that some of the insanity we were told? So we accepted the thought that in order for us to learn, there must be an element of fear injected. If you don't do what I say, I'm going to hit you. This is what we believed because this is what we were taught. And we simply didn't know any better. And we've got comment from our, <laughs> yes, grand rising to our wonderful Monday morning mindfulness host, Zelda Speaks. Looking forward to a great show. Well, we're looking forward to you participating. Feel free to call in and comment and add your thoughts. It's time for us to be truthful, because what we do to our children is truly criminal, but we don't know any better, and it's time for us to learn better. We have to choose to be better so that we can create a better society than the one in which we were raised. We were raised with fear. And we believed that this is how children are supposed to be treated. We believed that you have to instill fear in order to instill the notion of respect. We believed that because this is what we were told. And we believe this because the generations before us believed it. So if we want to do something different, we have to think something different. And this is the 
challenge that we have. Learning how to think differently. So if you have experienced corporal punishment as a child, we want you to answer the question, how did it make you feel? And then if you chose to spank your children to get them to comply with your wishes, how did you feel afterwards? Did you feel a sense of triumph or did you feel kind of sad? How did it really make you feel? We want you to think about that. Because in so many ways, We ignore that inner guidance system that tells us when we are doing something incorrect. It tells us when we're doing something that's actually against our own soul. We all have an inner guidance system, and it's the truest system that we could ever have. It's a system that is directly connected to the divine mind. And any time we feel bad, that's our inner guidance system telling us we're off track. We're doing something that is against our divine nature. So we need to listen to that inner voice, that inner guidance. And if that inner guidance system is telling us that what we said or done was hurtful, then we need to not keep doing it. So we're going to talk about the trauma of corporal punishment. And we want to examine some of the belief systems that make us continue to follow a practice that is harmful. And because we don't know anything better, we keep defending it. So today we're going to go over some of the methods that are better. The methods that we'll be teaching in the Parenting with Peace class. And in order for you to accept the ideas, you have to undo the programming that makes you believe this is correct to cause pain. Is there an alternative to beating our children? Now, some people get offended when I say beating. And they think if you say the word spanking, that's going to make it be less violent. But the fact of the matter is, a hit is a hit. And it's an act of violence. And it's nothing loving about being hit. So we want to 
not excuse the violence that we're perpetrating on the young souls that come through us. Because it's time for us to stop excusing our ignorance. So we're going to talk about the trauma of corporal punishment. Is there an alternative to beating our children? Yes, there is. And we must learn it. Because raising a child is a skill. Just like installing a motor in a car. It's not something you just automatically know how to do. You have to be taught. And if you haven't been taught, then you will probably not figure it out by trial and error. I mean, you could, but it takes a long time. Just like if you had to figure out how to install a motor in your car. It's not likely you're going to just figure it out. I mean, you might look at the parts and sort of guess, but you really need instruction from one who has done it and knows how it works. And this is why the Parenting with Peace class is critical for us to raise a different kind of child so that that child can grow up to create a different kind of world, not one that's based on fear and intimidation of others. So we're going to take that break and invite you to join us live and listen in and call in. And, of course, if you're listening live on Blog Talk Radio, you can call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak. And if you're choosing to join us on the on-air radio network, you can call in at 727 727- Seven three one five one nine two, and if you are watching us streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and you can also catch us on the On Air Network streaming live at www.onaireverywhere.com. Just go to the on-air TV network page. And you can participate in the live chat. And we'll gladly respond to your remarks. We're so excited to be transforming thought all around the world. And it first starts with how we think about ourselves. So we'll be back in just one moment to invite you to be a part of the solution. And you are a valuable voice in this process because we are changing the world. That's why we're here, and that's why we want you to be a part of the conversation, too. We value your thoughts. Yes, we do. So we'll be right back after this quick break. And we want you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment. And as always, we want you to share 
with your friends because they need this information too. And if you find that you have friends that are stuck on hitting their children, it's a conversation that we need to have because what you do does make a difference. And we're going to take some calls right after this quick break. So stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts 
created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. I'm Beata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. Do you or your organization need space for an event? Call the Quarry Event Center at 2423 East 75th Street in Chicago. For your parties, banquets, award ceremonies, repasses, concerts, and business seminars, available seven days a week, now under new management, call us at the quarry at 773-663-2557. That's 773-663-2557. Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit ZeldaSpeaks.com. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. 
You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456, and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. And we are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif. And we are excited because we are expanding, and you can view us live on multiple channels, and you can view us on the on-air TV network page on onaireverywhere.com. We're streaming live, and you'll be able to watch all of our live streaming programs as we bring you exciting news and events from across the nation and around the world. We're excited, but of course, we want you to participate, and that's why we offer interactive radio TV shows. So let us go to our phone lines now and get your thoughts. And of course, if you are listening online, we want you to be able to call in and express your thoughts. But let's go to our switchboard and take your calls and of course if you are on the blog talk studio you know you need to press one and that lights your number up lets us know you have something to say if you're calling in on the on-air network just you merely need to announce your name and we'll know that you are holding and get your thoughts but let's first go to uh, area code seven seven three four eight three, and then we're going to go to three one two six three two. And anyone else on the switchboard, of course, we invite you to press one. And seven seven three four eight three, your mic is open. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your comments. Uh, first of all, uh, good morning. Punishment growing up. Can you and hear me? You... Yes. Yes. And Rising, thanks for joining this us. Is, uh, this is Koofy James. Oh, yes, sir. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Brother Koofy James. So now give us your thoughts. Uh, I, I think we shared this before about the, the whole corporate punishment thing, and, and you shared some very uh, powerful testimonies about how that made you feel. Matter of fact, I, as I recall, it actually drove you to run away from home for a minute. And... Uh, was not a pleasant experience getting getting hit by your parents at all, from what I recall uh, from one of your previous testimonies on this. Um, and I believe you said that you chose not to hit your children, raising them. Your 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 twin son and daughter. That you, you chose not to hit. Them. Uh yep. Oh, I did that uh, on purpose kind of backfired because now they're teenagers and they're saying, you know, I'm just, I'm just a nice guy. You know, I don't, I'm not firm with them. So I said, whatever, you know, I'm not, 
you know, I, I'm like, if I put my hands on you, that's like putting my hand on myself. That's how I looked at it. You know, I don't curse at my children. I said, if I, you know, if, if the way I reprimand you is, is tell you what you did wrong and tell you how I went through that situation. I don't have to beat you. And, 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 and that's what we have a culture right now, this Generation X, what they call the last generation, they're beating each other up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Little kids, they just slapping and beating and, and they're laughing about it. I was seeing some teenagers the other day. They're running around playing tag in the mall, and the guy was just punching the girl in the face, and she's laughing. And I'm like, I don't want to say something, but I'm like, she's laughing. And then she tells the guy, hit me again. I go, wow. And so we, 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 we are, you know, society, the one thing I want to say it's quiet in the world today because the agenda has gotten to where they want it to be. Everybody is trauma dumping on the internet, entertainers, trauma dumping, what happened to them when they were young, growing up. Everybody is just trauma, 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 trauma dumping. Mm. And, 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 and in the back of the room, our sisters are running away from black men. Our brothers are running away black women. It's going down strong. That was the whole agenda in the beginning. And it's happening all the world. I don't care who you choose to marry, but a herd, the whole herd is going that, that direction. Something's wrong. If the whole herd, I can see if one or two or three people are doing it. But it's like everybody's like, I don't want to be a part of this black nation anymore. I don't want to have black babies anymore because of my upbringing. Because of my upbringing, my upbringing was 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 confusing. My I I I don't want a black baby anymore. You know, I don't want to get beat, beat down, or be a part of this black race anymore. We're beating each other up. We're attacking each other. Character, character assassination every day. A black person experienced a character assassination. Every single day of the year. And I would challenge anyone to prove me wrong. And if you haven't got a, a, a character assassination, you haven't left the house. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting that uh, your experience with your children has made you uh, rethink your methods. And I think that's what a lot of people fear. It's like if I don't put fear in them, they won't learn respect. And we we confuse fear with respect, and fear is not the same thing as respect. Fear is distrust and belief that you will harm me. So if I fear you, I don't trust you because I believe you will harm me. If I trust you, I know you would never harm me. So that's the challenge that we have is... Well, no, I I mean, at the same sense, I did it because once she has children, guess what she's going to think about before hitting her children? What's that? Exactly. It's not about what you think about me and how, how you know, you think I'm just a nice, soft dad and you're too nice and all that. I told her that don't do nothing for me. You, don't, you can't define your dad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I did that, and I, I, I didn't tell her, but I did that. So when they, she has children, she's not. I broke the line of, 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 of abuse and beatdown 
on children that that came from the plantation. I stopped. I stopped it in my generation. And so now, when she has children, she's gonna have to make a decision saying whether or not to beat her kids or not. And she's gonna think about, wow, my dad didn't. My dad talked to me. My dad didn't hit me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I did it for the for the next generation. I didn't do it for her. I did it for my for the next generation. I was overlooking her. I was looking at the next generation. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. I was looking ahead. It don't matter what she thinks. I'm looking ahead. I'm looking twenty. I'm looking ten years, fifteen years down the line, so I can help mine, my bloodline. That's how I survived my bloodline. She's honor roll student, very precious person. That's my line. Before I help anyone else, I'm helping mines. You know what I'm saying? We we can help the whole world. But until you help your own family, stop helping the world. Help your family first. You understand what I'm saying? Get that experience. Because people may be out here beating their kids, and then they come out and tell everybody else, uh, don't, don't beat your kids, you know. And they whooping their, and they whooping their kids for nothing. Yes, they and are. Like I said, it's a part of the slave mentality, and that slave mentality is back in the world, and it's thriving, and it's out here now. People are walking around with masks on like slaves. Slavery, the mentality of slavery is back in full. It's in full, uh, 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 full view. What's mm. a slave? A slave takes orders from somebody, and they're taking orders. Like it's nothing. I've had I've had black people tell me, I I just gotta comply and go along with it because I can't think for myself now. I'm so I'm so I'm so confused. I can't think for my. I've had a guy that tell me that he can't think for himself. He's so confused. I might as well just go along with what they're what they're doing. That's the making of a slave. That's the that's the mental conditioning that comes with a childhood where you beat your children into submission. And you punish them for independent thought. It takes courage for a parent to do something different and allow their children to blossom into the human being they have the potential of becoming. That means you can't have a, a problem with your ego where you can't stand for someone to have a differing opinion or you can't stand for someone to think creatively if it differs from the way you've been trained to think. So we got we got this thing. man we got this mentality from being beat for Absolutely. nothing. Okay, now who's beating us up now? The police department. Out. You get pulled over for a traffic stop, they're pulling you out, they're tasing you, they're 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 crucifying you, okay? Those are the dog watchers. Those are the slave watchers, the police the police department. So anytime okay? you're I mean I'm being real with you. And and see, when you speak truth, nobody's gonna hate you. I haven't condemned anybody. I haven't said any names, but I'm speaking truth. I'm speaking what I see. I'm seeing all these traffic stops. I'm seeing all these demeaning. I'm seeing everybody calling the police. The police come in, pulling out their guns, trigger happy, you know, and everybody is just like in this war mentality. You get stopped by a cop. They're arguing. They're heightened up. Next thing you know, he's tasing you. He's beating you down. 
got lawsuits going on. You, you understand what I'm saying? This is a society thing. This is this is, and, and they're bringing it back to keep people in fear. Absolutely. In and fear. when you are in fear, if I tell a dog, you walk in, and I and I'll stop talking after this. If you're walking the dog and he's he's trying to go in another direction, what do people do? They might snatch snatch that 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 rope on that dog, or they might beat it. So it'll fall into submission. And this is what they're doing in society. They're beating us down into submission. And the answer, I I can give all the problems, but the answer to all this, the one who wins, the one who's winning and will continue to win, are those who have peace. That's true. Absolutely. You can't rob me of my peace. If you can't rob me of my peace, you can't control me of my thoughts. That is that is exactly right. That's exactly and right. And I'm I'm done. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for sharing your thoughts because that is exactly what it takes to win this battle. And I know there are a lot of people because you know we can we can go on shows all all over the nation, all over the world, and people are ranting and raving and angry at the injustice and. This is why they stay in a disturbed state of mind. Thank you so much, Goofy, for sharing that wisdom. Because when people are believing that they're at the mercy of someone who can harm them, then they can't have any inner peace. They're too wrapped up in fear. We contribute to that by instilling that fear in our children that they are at the mercy of our violence and they don't have the power to fight back. So that's the rage that we instill in them, the helpless rage that later manifests. Now, why would we do that as parents? Because we don't know any better. And because we believe incorrectly that this is how the creator of the universe functions. So one of the first things that we're introducing and the Parenting with Peace class is a correction in the belief about the creator of the universe being a force of punishment and inflicting pain for wrongdoing. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. We're living in a world of cause and effect so that we may learn. And the purpose is to make the right choice so that the experience we have is one that's pleasant. We're the ones who made this mess. We're the ones who made this an unpleasant experience here on this earth. We're the ones who keep doing this. No one else is doing this to us. We're not being punished for our misbehavior. We're experiencing the consequences of our choices to treat each other badly, cause and effect. So if you want to have Peace, you first have to have inner peace inside of you. And that comes when you love and accept yourself. If you're beating yourself up all the time and feeling inadequate and feeling angry, then that's going to come out at the way you treat other people. So what we are introducing in this first lesson in the Parenting with Peace class is 
a list of self-examining questions. First being, of course, is when do you remember experiencing fear? Now, fear is a normal thing that happens as a child. And what you feared and how that fear was addressed by the ones you trusted to keep you safe sets a foundation for how you see the world. If your first fear of it was maybe the dark, you know, did you think there was a monster under the bed? Did you fear that someone was going to hurt you? Did you have an older brother or sister that bullied you and hit you or caused you some kind of physical pain? What's the first thing you remember in terms of your fear? And sometimes that first fear was of your parents causing you pain. That's very significant because our parents need to be the ones that we feel will protect us from harm. When that relationship is broken, when it's breached by our parents being the ones that cause us pain, then they have set in motion a vibration in us where we then attract people who cause us pain. They've set that in motion. So what we want parents to be aware of is what they're creating in terms of the vibration that your child emits. Is it one of fear or is it one of confidence based on security that you've created in the home, in their environment, in the way you treat them. If you instill fear in them, then they will be fearful instead of peaceful. And the fear that they're carrying will attract that which causes them harm. We need to know the science of creation so that we stop miscreating. So what makes us believe that we must instill fear in our children in order for them to respect our requests and follow our guidance? It's a series of mistaken beliefs that we're carrying that were instilled in us from childhood. We've got some other callers on the line that I want to add to this conversation. First, I'm going to throw this thought out there. The belief that if you make an error in judgment because you didn't know any better, you deserve to be caused pain. That's what punishment is. You did something that's undesirable, so therefore I'm going to cause you pain so that you won't do the undesirable act again. Why are we believing that? Wouldn't it make more sense if we simply helped the child to understand that first divine principle, that we are all one, we're all connected, we're all a part of each other, and we don't want to cause harm to anyone else or ourselves because we're here to experience joy and we're here to express love. What if that was the guiding principle of our parenting? What if that was how we welcomed the child into this earth? 
what if that was the spirit in which we opened that channel that allowed that child to enter into physical expression, our own sexual intimacy? What if we started with a foundation of love and acceptance and support? Then that would be the vibration that that child would hold and carry and project into the world. We have to learn that because the vibration that we're carrying is one of fear and anger at the injustice in the way we were treated. So this is what we carry on to our children. And this is what is being transformed by a new way of thinking so that we can stop miscreating. So before we take this break, I want to throw this thought out there. The one we know is Jesus. Went through a very difficult experience. And the way that has been interpreted is that he took on the punishment of the world for the world's sins. So that instills the thought that the creator of the universe needs to cause us pain because of our mistakes. We're believing that. We're believing that because we were taught that by people who didn't know any, know any better. But in fact, the one we know as Jesus explains that his experience was a demonstration to us that you are not the body you're living in. And no one can kill you because your life is eternal. And when you have mastered your mind, then you can maintain your internal peace even when others who are ignorant are causing you pain because you have mastered the power of creation. And you can recreate a body just like you created this one. So you never need to fear the violence of another or accept oppression. Because what is the ultimate thing people threaten you with? They threaten you with death. Well, what if you discover that there is no death? Then they have no power over you. This was the demonstration and the crucifixion. And how many times were we told, you can do all that I have done by the one we know as Jesus? So if we understand that that expression, that experience, was not God causing someone to take our punishment and suffer, doesn't that erase the erroneous belief that we must cause our children to suffer? if they make mistakes. Challenging that deeply ingrained belief is a big step, but it's a necessary step so that we will stop inflicting pain on the children that come through us because it's unnecessary. We're going to take a quick break and come right back. And if you are listening online, we want you to join this conversation. Give us a call. 
515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak or 727-731-5192. That's the number on the screen. We'll be right back, so stay with us. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak. Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show. As we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. And we are back. You're listening to and watching The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif. And, of course, if you're watching us live streaming on the On Air TV network page on the On Air Everywhere.com website, we're about to launch our On Air TV network, and you will get a chance to see many of these exciting programs that can enlighten your mind. We're excited because 
We are expanding and reaching the global marketplace and changing thought. And we are part of the on-air network. On-air stands for Online Network of Associated Internet Radio Hosts. And we invite you to go to the onaireverywhere.com website and go to the on-air radio TV guide and subscribe to those YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts by communicators from around the world who are raising global consciousness. It's time for us to think differently so that we can create a different world. That's our mission. So we're excited, and if you're watching our page, of course, on our Facebook or YouTube channel, The Female Solution, you can see our weekly lineup of wonderful hosts. We are so excited to be sharing this thought with you. So today, we have to get to the foundation of what's going to change our world, and that is changing the way we raise our children. And our Friday and Sunday host, Viata, says, Grand Rising, Sister, we certainly don't want to teach fear to children, but lessons on choices and consequences should always be taught. Well, that is a critical point, teaching consequences. Now, the consequences must mirror the action. The idea of if you do this, I will hit you, that doesn't teach the consequence of your behavior because what a child learns is that if I want to do this thing that's wrong in the eyes of my parents, all I have to do is make sure they don't know about it so they don't hit me. And that's not teaching them the direct consequences of their behavior. So Viana brought up a very important point, which is teaching children consequences. And this is where the wisdom comes in. Well, let's expand on that further. Let me go to our phone lines. And, again, you can call in. Uh, oh, we've got some whole list of callers here. Well, let me... Go to our phone lines and open the microphone for 706-202, and then we're going to go to 312-632 right after that. But please introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience, for those who do not know, so that we can hear your wisdom. Grand Rising and assalamu alaikum. This is Elder Kwame Sunhorse, and I sit here in the Stolen Lands in Edenton, Georgia. It's a good topic that... We're looking at how do we raise our children. The thing that I'm seeing is is that there were traditions in which we were given to present our children to the community. There was one called a naming ceremony in which you would take a glass of water. You take the, the child on its naming day, and you would present it to the community, and you would the priest or the, the elder would take put his finger in the water and put it into the child's mouth and it will suckle. He would take mm-hmm. his finger and put it into a glass of gin or palm wine and put it into the child's mouth and the child will cry. And he's showing you that this child knows right and wrong because it knows that that gin or that bitter taste is not for it. And it already has the right and wrong in it. It is the whole village charge to make sure this child does not forget right and wrong. We're born with 
the consciousness of that which is right for us and that which is wrong for us. It is the charge of the pair, the mother and the father. It's not a single job. It's not a single job where we have households full of women raising children. She did not conceive it singly. She should not be put into the position that she has to raise it singly. So that's the first steps that we have to look at. How do we do what we're asking ourselves to do in parenting and re-raising children? Because that tradition was kind of taken away. And we had this process of take the child away from the mother and you give it to the slave in the house Mm. to retrain its right and wrong. See, these are the tools that we have to begin to understand and first understanding what is a parent. My mother died December the 6th, and I have never known the world without my mother, but now I'm learning because these are parts of the lessons of the circle of life. And every man has a belly button. And the thing that we have to understand is when we say parent, Pair means two, not one. Pair. So that means is that we have to become responsible in how we choose the person that we're going to conceive with. Because the conception of the human being is not born when he's in the womb. He's born when the girl has the thought of having a baby. The girl has the thought of having a baby makes your conception because now she has to grow into a woman because her body had eggs put in it when she was in the womb from her mother. And the man has the sperm put in it when he was in the womb from his mother. So we've got to learn the lessons of being human. How do we become? Because I've got a sign over my sink that says, any man can count how many seeds is in an apple, but only God knows how many apples is in a seed. Wow. We've got to get <laughs> wow. That to our that's what you thought. Yeah. Right. Because the, the, the part of it is, is that the creator, and the thing is, is yes, my mother's physical body's gone, but my mother introduced me when I came from her womb to what? Mother Earth. So I'm always going to have a mother that will provide and nurture and give me the energy if I connect to her. This is what we're having to do is how do we connect our children to the earth? Yes, she come, it comes from a, a woman and a man, but it, it's put on the earth. That's why you're always to look at it and say you have an earth day because the woman births. She has birthdays. She has six children. She got six birthdays because each child comes to the earth, and the earth is its mother. And this is how we have to understand the reconnection because we're talking about putting fear. Fear is born in you. You have fight and flight already in your brain. So when something is not right, you will move. Your child knows that when you make wrong noise or if that person you try to give that child to has a bad spirit, it will cry because the child knows that person's spirit is wrong. How many times have we seen it and we try to force a child to go to someone that is not right? It knows. We've forgotten. 
so yeah, we we got a lot of we got a lot of lessons to learn and remember. Absolutely. You know, one of the things one of the things that we are challenged to do is to connect our children with nature early on, especially if we're in the urban environment. But this is critical for us to do as Viata was suggesting in teaching them consequences. Now, among the animal kingdom, it's very easy to understand that if you don't follow what your parents teach you, whether it's, you know, lay low in the bushes and stay still or step in the tree and be quiet, you can see very quickly that you can get eaten by those who wish to devour you. So the consequences of not listening and not paying attention are seen very vividly. So a parent doesn't have to cause you pain in order for you to understand that if you do something dangerous, you're going to experience pain. You merely need to observe and see what happens. So we need to be able to teach our children the same way by first showing them the peace of nature, showing them how everything works together. And this is how the indigenous people taught, this is how the indigenous mother taught her child the principle of oneness. You are all connected to nature. You are a part of this universe. What you do affects other lives. You don't wish to do anything to harm another life. And the mother that takes her child out to the garden, and you can appreciate how the ants work together to to build the ant hill and to even drag food to the nest. You can see how the bees go about pollinating the flowers so that the bee can create honey and the flowers can bloom and everything works together. So teaching that young child the principles of harmony, unity, and cooperation and teaching them respect for life. Don't crush bugs. Why are you killing something? This is their home. They have a right to be here. Teaching them the principles of peace through nature is what a wise parent has to know how to do and what the indigenous parents knew how to do. We have to do that same thing and find ways to do it, even if we're living in an urban environment where we have very little vegetation, because this is how children learn about life. And as you said before, we live in artificial environments of concrete and no plants and no fresh air because there are no trees and disrespect for the earth. So we have to take our children to an environment where they can see how nature works, even observing the stars and the sun. Now, of course, a child can understand these things even as a young child before they learn speech because they can understand our language even before their mouth and tongue is developed so they can form words. 
because that's all a developmental process as well. So we can teach from the time they come out of the womb and even before. But any action that a child does while they're in toddlerhood, they're exploring, they're learning, they're trying to understand. So why would someone slap a two-year-old for doing something that they consider naughty when that two-year-old does not have the discernment of all of your rules and regulations and does not have an intention on causing harm? We project that onto our children, and then when they're frustrated because they can't be understood and they throw a tantrum, which is an expression of frustration and not being able to be understood, we call them the terrible twos. Well, we made them terrible. We made them terrible because we didn't seek to understand them and guide them and comfort them, and so they expressed frustration at our lack of ability to understand. And we call them terrible. They're not terrible. We're the terrible parent in that we don't understand how to teach and how to guide and how to protect. So this is an attitude that has to be unlearned in the mind of a parent who will hit a child because they throw a bottle across the floor because they're trying to say, I don't like this taste or, you know, or I just want to see what happens if I throw the bottle. And we hit them because we decide that they're being defiant. They're not respecting my wishes that they drink this that I've given them. And that is not how they're thinking. But that's what we're projecting onto them. And so we're punishing them. We're causing them pain for something in our own minds. So this train of thought has to be unlearned so that we can stop doing this to our children at a stage when we should be introducing them to the ideas of harmony and cooperation and all being a part of the whole, not if you do something wrong, I'm going to hit you. Because then we're instilling fear and not wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Sister Naima. Yes, Baba Kwame. Yeah, and that's an excellent point that you've made because the part of it is is that there's a process. This is why we had rites of passage. The women teach the girl the responsibility of what her body is getting ready to grow into and how she's going to be the become the mother. And that's why I said is when the girl has the thought that she has conceived the child – the process of giving her the tools of what other women know and have knowledge of, the same with the man. When that part of the young man after seven, the, the, the Romans said it back then, give me a boy at seven and I'll show you the man. Because this is the training process for the next stage. That next seven years from seven years for a girl, seven years for a boy, the next seven years makes them adolescents. This is where we add the lessons. We call them adolescents. We add the lessons that you're getting ready to become a man. You're going to be able to fertilize a woman. So you need to know the lessons of providing, protecting, and professing. 
The young lady needs to know that you have to choose the male energy because in the animal kingdom, all of the females will pick the strongest of the males. Yes, she can get a weak animal to, to, to conceive with, but they do not. They have the strongest because they know in the strongest being chosen, I will reproduce another with strength. We have to begin to understand how nature works because you can get a Ph.D. in nature. See, we've been trained. This is why we're, called, we're living in what's called urban. You are banned from nature. U-B-A-N. You are banned from nature. This is what urban means because they disconnected and yeah. built a colony, colonized. Animals live in colonies, but they, they produce as communities. We have been colonized to not be connected to our mother. We're orphans. And an orphan gets lost in the world. That's exactly what happens. And, you know, the the point that you make about how to bring a child into adolescence, that, again, is a critical point in being able to be, as you said, attached to nature. Our children are taught procreation in such a corrupting, destructive way, fear-based teaching as opposed to knowledge-based. And because our religious teaching is so distorted and full of violence and fear, we have instilled that into the process of teaching them about the beauty of procreation. When what we need to do, as you've said, is be able to take them out in nature. See the beauty of the unity of the male and female that come together and become one for the purpose of providing that means for a soul to come through them and inhabit a body that's created by the uniting of the sperm and the egg. And the love, the energy of love, with which that's done. And the power of that union and the purpose, and as you've said, the female understanding that what she is allowing to come through her must be of the strongest genetic makeup. And this is what we speak about in our book, The Female Solution, <laughs> from which the outgrowth is this radio TV show. But our whole goal was to help women understand the importance of their role in shaping the future and to learn from fe- from females of other species that you have the job of defining who procreates and selecting the strongest male. Now, we think in terms of physical strength, but in fact it is the spiritual strength that you're seeking, the spiritual awareness, the spiritual power, because we are the spirit coming into a physical body. So a spiritually strong man has wisdom and knowledge and understanding and respect for the act of procreation and understanding his role in the 
taking care of and nurturing his mate, his children, he understands. So he's not going to abuse her or himself in the process. So we give all kinds of examples of wise females who observe the males preparing themselves to procreate and how they must show that they are ready and worthy of that very important role of shaping the future. That's the female's job to have that discernment. We explain that in the book. And in this Parenting with Peace class, we further expound on this. Because the foundation of procreation must be love. And what does love look like? Love doesn't hurt. So you can't know that love doesn't hurt if the first thing your parents did is slap you and say, I'm doing this because I love you. Love doesn't hurt. So procreation doesn't hurt. The outcome of it doesn't hurt. Those temporary sensations of labor, if you have knowledge of how to prepare your body properly, they're sensations. They're not a punishment from God or a curse from God because you sinned. I'm sorry, people, that's not it. When we, when we teach these things, then we don't gain the wisdom that our ancestors had on how to properly prepare the body for childbirth. Do you see any animals in nature going to the hospital? No. Childbirth is a natural thing. The body naturally expands and naturally expels. And, yes, you're going to feel the sensations of labor. But this is not a punishment from God so that you can suffer your way into this life. And it does not have to hurt in such a way that you feel like you're being punished. That's a mindset injected into that process by people who were ignorant. So our Parenting with Peace class is designed to remove the ignorance. we got to take one last break. Thank you, Baba Kwame. We certainly appreciate your sharing your wisdom. We're going to take 737-737-3737 after the break and 312-632 after the break. We thank you all so much for listening in and we'll share a comment from Beata, our Friday and Sunday host, says, slapping and beating children is learned behavior from slave minds and abusive, wounded childhoods. Yes. And we need to know it's not just the slave people who did this because those who came from Europe were also beating their children and that was a culture that the indigenous people found shocking. They beat their children. So that's not a normal way to behave, and we believe it is because everybody's doing it. But just because everybody does something doesn't make it right. So we have to unlearn incorrect behavior. We'll be right back after this last break, and we invite you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be right back. And we're so excited. We're just streaming live on multiple platforms today. And you can call in 515-605-9325 or 727-731-5192. And you can participate in our conversation or you can write in your comments on our Facebook or YouTube channel, The Female Solution. 
And, uh, yeah, uh, we will take your call. I believe she's pressed one. So we will be right back after this quick break. So stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in just one moment. So stay with us. And let's see here. If we don't see it here, we'll just do something else. All righty then. And, of course, as always, we appreciate all of you who lend your wisdom to these discussions because we are challenging old thoughts. That's our job, to make a way for new thoughts. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's ZeldaSpeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit ZeldaSpeaks.com. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, 
they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. back. You are listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and we're just giving you on the screen the weekly lineup so that you can be prepared every day to listen to our wonderful team of hosts. And we're so excited because we are streaming live on multiple platforms every day. And right now we're Soon to be launching the On Air TV network, and you can go to onaireverywhere.com and see us streaming live on the On Air TV network page. We'll be able to show you online what you can pull up on your TV screen and join us live and even participate in our live chats online, as well as you can right now call in 515-605-9325, or you can call in on the On Air radio network at 727-731-5192, and just announce your name. We'll know you're right there and ready to speak. Uh, I think we've got a call on the on-air radio network. Uh, call, you have a comment? Go right ahead. Okay, well, just stay muted until you uh, are ready to speak. And uh, we'll open the mic on our Blog Talk Radio uh, switchboard and 773737. Your mic is open. Introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience and give us your thoughts. Well, hallelujah. Greetings, uh, Global Transformers. What always, y'all, shalom, grand rising. Yes, this is Mama G. From uh, Chicago, you know, wisdom stood for women in support of daughters on motherhood preparation. And uh, you were, I had 18 two-year-olds with one assistant. And as a Montessorian that educates the subconscious brains of children under the age of four through the nine senses, I know from personal experience that they are indeed not the terrible tools, but the terrific, the terrific tools. And yes. it, was such, it was such a pleasure to do as uh, Maria Montessori taught us, bring ourselves up to the level of a child. The biblically speaking, it talks about the little child, but for some reason, adults think they are talking about the teenage child. So they just skip over all of that subconscious brain learning time and and start focusing in when it's too little, too late. And uh, mm-hmm. I my my two year olds were in a science fair making and dealing with the nine senses. They made the chromatic sense uh, by using salt. They uh, had the the red salt mixed with the uh, uh, yellow salt, and it made the color uh, blue. And uh, they had 
uh, the gustatory scent with salt. Uh, I made little bottles that they had sour, sweet, and bitter, and they squirted it, and they dealt with that. So, and but this I, I don't want to uh, be mindful of. As I said, my two-year-olds were in a science fair. At three years, my three-year-olds was on the front page of the Chicago Defender, and at my four-year-olds was on the mayor's office, with, and we met with Mayor Harold Washington on the fifth floor wow. of City Hall. Tiny, not uh, regular school-age children. They were so tiny. They People were looking and turning around as if they had landed from the moon or something. It was like, what are those babies doing up here? And uh, I'll never forget this. Um, I was, we were preparing for Kwanzaa, and I was teaching them about uh, the Kawadis, the gifts. And I was saying, spiritual gifts. And the children kept saying, spirit gifts. And I said, spiritual. And they loved me so much, and they wanted to please me with, with all of their little minds. And I saw the tears beginning to bud up in their little eyes because they saw that they was not getting it. And they wanted to please me and get it. And, and I oh, my God, let me step back here. And when I looked at looked up in in the Bible, it said gifts of the spirit. Wow. It was not gifts of the spiritual world, which is a adjective that describes a noun gifts. But the children out of the mouths of babes was coming this perfected praise. At two year olds, they don't know about scribble scrabble like the four year olds know about and they are just just pure spirit and and uh one of my mothers i I could talk on and on but i'm gonna cut it off but one of my mothers came in and she was expecting a baby and she said she asked her two-year-old what was a good name and she told her name of mama d mama d came because all of the Male teachers were called babas, and all of the female teachers was called mamas, and by their yes. first name. So, in the old millennium, uh, old millennium, when I went into the courtroom, I told the judge, "I no longer want that race name. It does not belong to my father or his father or his father before him. I want my Hebrew sacred name." that we had before that 400-year slavery incident. I don't want to give up that billions of years of history. So that's how Mama D is actually part of my official name. So wow. anyway, she asked her girl, she's a little toddler, uh, what's a good name to name the baby? So she said, name of Mama D. She said she kind of looked looked at her, and she said, "Uh uh, uh-oh, what? Uh, Suppose it's a a, a boy. Mm. She said, 
Name of Mama G. (laughs) Anyway. Part of that, don't you get? You ask for a good name, and I'm giving you a good for your baby, Mama G. You know, and she said she was really getting upset about it. That's it. So she came. And she told me, and I had all kinds of... I was going to name the baby. (laughs) Yes, you you named the baby Mama D. I mean, and she said she was getting very irritated by it. Like, what part of that did you get? (laughs) It's a boy or girl. You want a good name? There it is. There it is. And just so... So so much uh, that we could learn from our children. When my daughter at age ten went away and visited, uh, she went away on a vacation with my mother, who was visiting her sister in Texas. And um, I I was talking to her on the phone, and I said, um, "Are you minding your grandma?" And she said, "No." Oh my God, I'm about to faint now. She said, "No." I told my own self what to do. That mm. revolutionized my thinking. I no longer stood over children telling them, fold your hands and telling them what to do. Oh, no, 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 no. You need to give your hands some orders. You need yes. to tell your feet to stop kicking at that table. You need to. Yes. And And that is, is the key for people behind bars who can't be good when you're in chains and you're locked up behind bars. Who can't be good under those circumstances? But only when you tell yourself yes. what to do are you disciplined. That is the definition of discipline. You Absolutely. telling yourself what to do and not just being good because somebody is standing over you with a whip. You're just yes. teaching your children to be little sneaks. So yes. what do you think? Oh, that is so powerful, Mama D. And that's the whole point that we're making today is that if you teach your child that the consequence of them not obeying you is that you're going to hit them, then what they learn to do is to be sneaky and to do things and try not to get caught. They're not learning the importance of them controlling themselves, them teaching their own hands to not hit, them teaching their own hands not to steal, they're teaching their own mouth not to say mean things. They must learn self-management. Otherwise, there is no discipline. So when people think discipline means you hitting them, that's not discipline, that's undisciplined. Because if they were disciplined, they would not need you to do anything. They would be managing themselves. Thank you so much, Mama D, for teaching today so that parents understand that. Teach children We're how. here to share with others. Yes, ma'am. We're here to share with others. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. And, and you're going to hear Mama D on the Parenting with Peace class. I've gathered wisdom teachers who can help expound on these principles so that we can understand how a child develops and blossoms when we teach with love and not fear. Thank you again, Mama D. We appreciate you so much. And we've got one more call we're going to take before. Adam Wilson Day. Thank you. 
Yes, sir. Uh, Thank my you. My father um, spanked me once when I was about maybe five years old, and then he broke me. I think my father, Andrew B. Nelson, U.S. Army troubleshooter, that is, was um, sexually frustrated because he couldn't uh, get any from my mother. And this child is the secret essence of the fire. And I'm at 95th and Cottage uh, Grove, not that, uh, Red Line. Now I can come by your house if that's okay. Uh, I have a book. I have, uh, have books and many places to be today. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad you about the, the, the frustrated parent. And thank you so much for, for sharing that insight, even though I know it's painful. But one of the things that our parents will consistently do is express their frustration at the children. And sometimes the conflict between mother and father is the catalyst for them beating their child. And we know that we have gone through this many times in our childhood where there is conflict in the household and the adults are upset and you do or say one little thing and they're ready to slap you. And it had nothing to do with you at all. It was their own anger, their own frustration, their own rage, their own conditioning by their own parents. And when you're the child in that environment, what you learn is fear. You learn to fear those who should be providing safety for you because their behavior is irrational. And it has nothing to do with a logical decision to teach you something. It's an expression of their own absence of self-management. So... When you're raised in that kind of environment, and unfortunately many, many people around the world have been raised in that environment where parents are still harboring their own trauma, they learn that they are at the mercy of a cruel world and they don't have the power to create their own reality. This is what children learn in an environment where parents hit them, and parents hit them out of their own frustration, angry at the supervisor on the job, angry at the neighbor, angry at the spouse, angry at themselves, but the child who is small, too small to hit back, becomes the punching bag, and we will call it discipline but it really isn't. Minister Robert Floyd Plump. So Minister Robert Floyd Plump has joined us on the on-air radio network. We are so pleased to have you join us. And, of course, we appreciate you sharing your wisdom. We've heard from a number of people. So, Minister Plump, please tell us your thoughts about corporal punishment. Do you remember being hit as a child and how that made you feel, and did you choose in the raising your children to hit them, and if not, why not, and if so, what did you hope to gain out of it? Give us your thoughts, please. Yes, Minister Robert Floyd Plump, Chicago, Illinois. The first thing is 
uh, also, uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, to expound on that. Uh, but go to Robert Plump's Facebook page. Uh, the Harold Washington Foundation is against all violence. Robbers stealing and killing and looting and uh, uh, hijacking and all of those evil, wrong things. We're against war. We're against uh, violence, as I said. So the bottom line is, I remember growing up, my grandfather, uh, my grandmother would whip me with a switch, mm. and my grandfather would whip me with a switch. But mm. I would never want my granddaddy to whip me with the switch, because he would part of You know, but I choose to make a difference. So I said, well, I'm not going to whip my children with no switch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to whip my children. I'm like a sister, uh, Asada. You know, uh, only thing I would add in, in terms of her book is uh, beating uh, children. I would say stop beating children. Don't do <laughs> the slave man, man way, the slave uh, man's way, which was beating black folks, be, beating them down and uh, uh, killing them and hanging them, you know, all of that, you know, was uh, wrong. And I was from, I was born in Petal, Mississippi, so some mm, name. Wow. In Petal, Mississippi, Petal, Mississippi is known as the hangman town, uh, the picnic. You know, they hang, they hang, and I'm going to put that in my book, too, mm. <laughs> with Les Brown. Mm-hmm. The Hangman Town is the place in Petal, Mississippi. They hang more black people in Petal, Mississippi, known as Negroes, than anywhere else in the whole wow. state of Mississippi. That's so we're against all of that uh, uh, violence, uh, all of that negative uh, mentality, all of the wars, like we're going to go to Savior's Day with the Honorable Minister Farrakhan in uh, February 26th mm. in Detroit. I will wow. be there. I am a faithful uh, student for life. Uh, Yahshua, who most know as Jesus Christ, is a black man. Mm. Okay, under the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Uh, so I love you, and you have a plea to me plump day. We're going to keep on plumping up Chicago in peace, love, unity, marketing people. We're marketing the female solution as the world's greatest blog uh, talk radio station in the nation. And I'm going to uplift every woman on earth. The black woman, the white, the red, the brown, and the yellow. That's one of my reasons for being. And my purpose were born. Well, thank you so much for following your purpose. We appreciate you. (laughs) Thank you, Minister Robert Floyd Plum, joining us live on the On Air Radio Network. We so appreciate you for being who you are and doing what you do. And, you know, the point that he made about the the violence and the enslavement and the, the brutality, part of what we have to do as a human family is forgive those, what, what, what is the, the, the great wisdom teacher, Yeshua, who many know as Jesus, said, forgive them for they know not what they do. You have people who are ignorant. And they don't understand that when you harm another, you're harming yourself. They don't know. So we have to forgive them in our hearts so that we're not harboring anger and passing it on to others. But also, unfortunately, we still have prisons where people 
because they don't, as Mama D said, know how to manage themselves and, and make their own hands stop hitting and and control their own feet and all of that, they have to be controlled because they don't know how to control themselves. We must teach self-management because we don't need to perpetuate a society where people are imprisoned and controlled. We need them to learn self-control so that then we can be in a state of peace and comfort and security because no one desires to hurt anyone else. That's why we're teaching our children differently so that they don't grow up with anger and a desire to cause pain because pain was not inflicted upon them. That's how you change the world. And that's the purpose of our Parenting with Peace class because once we instill the next generation with the first Understanding, which is empathy for others, they will then not seek to harm others. So compassion and empathy are the foundations of the teaching of children so that they choose not to harm others because they understand that the consequence of harming others is that you harm yourself. They understand it. And when you understand, then you willingly of your own free will comply with that which is right. And that is more powerful than giving them pain and teaching them fear. So we're excited to be able to transform minds and transform hearts and change the world. And we thank you all so much for being a part of this discussion today. I'm Naima Latif. Join us tomorrow as we have... We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato. Korea, Kamsamnida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Cunyon, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, 
get it. Kenya, Asante. Israel, Toda. Pakistan, Shukriya. Afghanistan, Tashakur. Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessing.